Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Get some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at Deal to Heal Teas. That my Shopify.com. Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I got a question to ask you Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App and make a donation to dollar sign E. James, the number 418. Make a one-time donation to the Cash App or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Heal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I am your host, Ernest James, and I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. Therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Let's deal with your problems, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thank you guys for coming in, uh, checking out another episode of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube page, um, also to our Facebook page and our podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen to your Audible uh, podcast at. And uh, I'm also going to tell you guys how you can win $100 from the podcast, but you got to stay until the end to find that out. All right. So we're going to jump right in. So today, just like every other day, we are blessed with a guest. Miss Roberta, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful. And yourself? I am doing good. I am doing good. I'm blessed to have you here. So first of all, let me say thank you uh, for being here because you could be anywhere doing anything else. But you took our time to be here with me and my guests uh, and my listeners. And I definitely appreciate it. Thank you for the invitation. No problem. No problem. I, I had to send an invitation because um, I've, I've seen the work that you do and I was very impressed and wanted to have a conversation with you. And so uh, before I get, get caught up in my own conversation, let me start by uh, allowing you introduce yourself uh, and tell the listeners who you are and what it is that you do. 
Great. So my name is Roberta Axon. I am an educator. I am a mentor, transformational speaker, and the founder of Team Moms to Beyond, where we supply um, resources as well as support for former teen mothers, as well as women who are born to teen moms. All right. Okay. So now what I was saying was I, I seen the work that you do and I was very interested, uh, interested in it because I don't know if you know my, my backstory, um, how I even came to begin to come into the podcast space. Uh, but I am a fatherless daughter advocate. And that's how I, you know, kind of got into the whole uh, Instagram thing, which led me to uh, being a guest on podcasts, which led me to starting my own podcast. So that being said, um, there is a statistic that says that um, fatherless children or most fatherless children will give birth to fatherless children, whether that be daughters or sons. You know, I know the, the daughters actually give birth, but still parent, you know, the children who are fatherless will parent fatherless children. Um, and I don't know that statistic to necessarily be 100% true. I was going to actually going to ask you about that because I know that, you know, if there are teen moms, of course, there are teen fathers also. Um, but in your uh, experience with working with teen moms, would that be, uh, or, or should I say how much of that percentage-wise would be true that the fatherless daughters uh, somewhat fall, find themselves in the, that same predicament? Well, you know, really, I kind of found myself more so realizing that this year when I did another interview um, regarding fatherless daughters, because sometimes we don't look at the root. We look, we look, we look more at the outcome of mm. people's choices and situations. And so as I began to look and then begin to study just within my own environment, I could see that there was definitely some uh, truth to that. Whereas we were making decisions because I know just with my own situation, I was told that I, I that the person literally told me that they loved me and I had never been told by a man that they loved me, you know, that he loved me. And so not being affirmed, not having that identity from that male, it does causes you to make decisions that are not destiny. They're in the mm -hmm. moment. And so that is where my work comes in because again, being a former team mom, we have resources and support systems set up for the mom to be, you know, the expected mom. Once a person gets pregnant, but you know, as a teenager, we have all the necessary support. But what about when that child is one? What about when that child starts school? What about when that child is in middle school, high school? Where's the support at that point? Because at that, you know, at most of the time they are former teen moms because they're aging as their child ages. So mm -hmm. I just see that we have to look at the whole dynamics of the family and see where the dysfunction is. And so that's where I really want to do my work is to just be able to go in and assess and then be able to implement what I've assessed, of course, along with support, because it's going to take, like we say, the village. So it has to be the right village because we all we're doing work. But as we come together, just like even with your platform, you know, and having the different guests on 
to speak to those different situations, those different areas. It's going to help families and it's going to break the cycles because that's what we want to do is not to allow those broken children that get pregnant. Because again, you, you, you have dysfunction because you don't see yourself as value as worth. So you're making choices that are not uh, valuable, that are not um, likely to bring success to you. And so that's why we, that's how we spiral out. And then of course you're judged sometimes because you're ashamed to ask for the help and then you're judged because you don't ask for the help. Right. And, and that was one of the things that I wanted to touch on uh, real quickly, because I know that if we are to uh, be successful with helping, you know, the teen moms, um, the, one of the things that we have to have or they have to have is support. And so when I when I think about it, how much um, how much support do most of these young women uh, get from their families? Because that I would think that that would be the first, um, you know, first line of defense would be, you know, you find yourself in this predicament, you know, that hopefully you can fall back on your families. Um, but I do also know, like we mentioned earlier, that a lot of times it's, it's a pattern. So chances are that if you are uh, a um you know, team mom, maybe your mom was a team mom, you know, and, and how that how that works. So when we're talking about, you know, just the, the young ladies that you've come in contact with, you know, how much involvement, you know, do the families play in helping the young girls out for the most part? Well, Ernest, I really think it's going to vary because, again, with shame in those choices that that young person, well, I call it untimely choice. Um, the untimely choice of getting pregnant and having the baby. So there's going to be some shame with that child as well as with the family. And so sometimes you know that that, that shun or the embarrassment, they're pushed to just really isolate. So they don't get all of the support that they need to, to have that full participation in bringing forth that child in a healthy environment. So that's where, again, you're looking at people that are outside of the home sometimes mm -hmm. become that support because it's not directly the family. Now, my mom and my um, mom's husband, my stepdad, they were supportive, but it was still limited because, again, my mom had me at 16 and I had my first son at 15. Mm -hmm. So it, it was still a limit. There were limitations there to what they could do because of just her upbringing, having me at an early age. So again, the you know con the continue the continuation of generational cycles and curses and patterns and behaviors, we have to again assess the root causes. You know what is the reasoning behind it, and then being able to really look at ourselves and own our part of it. And sometimes parents don't want to do that, so that's when they're like hands off, I raised my child, you know, it's a lot of dynamics that go into that. And so again, being able to get in, the, get in there and support them. And that's why me being an educator, when I'm able to take it from a teacher's standpoint to where if you're educating and you're allowing that child to develop their identity, their self-worth, their self-esteem, then they can believe and go forth 
to you know to do better at being at in their parenting because sometimes we we have to remember some people don't have the best of parents mm -hmm. you know they don't have the unfortunate it's unfortunate but it's true and we don't want to always assess that and we don't always want to have those real conversations as it relates to that because sometimes you just don't want to step on the toes but then you look at the broken systems because those children will become adults. My son is in his 30s now. And he shared with me, you know, mom, looking around sometimes when I do look at other uh, people that were uh, teen, uh, uh, born to a teen mother, he said, I'm different. I'm different. But again, being able to assess, self-assess, and mm -hmm. realizing what I needed and then asking for it. Because again, with pride and shame, we're not always going to ask for what we need because we don't know how to ask. We don't know what we need. Right. Yeah. And and and, and just to go back to uh, something that you said a, a, a little earlier, you know, I, I can attest that, you know, sometimes our, our children just get caught up in situations. And as parents, we don't always have the answers, you know? Um, so my, my second oldest son, um, actually became a, a teen father, you know, uh, his, I think it was his last year of high school, you know, and is sometimes as a parent, you go through your different emotions too, um, you know, as not necessarily trying to shame the child, but, you know, as an parent, you take some responsibility of that, you know, of where did I go wrong or what didn't I do? The disappointment, you know? the disappointment. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and especially like I know one of the things that we we talked about, you know, with my son was because we had the conversations, you know, we had the conversations, we had the, you know, don't be out here, you know, doing this and that, and if you do, this is, you know, how you protect yourself, and you know, thinking about, you know, the decisions that you're you're making and all that. We had all those conversations, and you know, one morning we getting up to go to work, and there's a knock on the door, and you know, it's a police officer, <laughs> but wow. the police officer was the young lady's father, you know, and it's like eight o'clock in the morning. And so we knew who he was and like, hey, you know, what's going on? And it's like, yeah, did your son tell you that uh, our daughter's pregnant? You know, and it's wow. like, you know, that's how we found out, you know, well, what a morning message, yeah, you know. And so even with that, you know, so just as as parents, there's some some disappointment and shame that we bear. So looking at the the daughter and even the son, you know, there's some also some disappointment on their end as like, okay, what mistakes have I made or or what did I do or where you know where do I find myself? Um, luckily for for my son, in our situation, you know, we do have a supportive family as well as. Uh, the young lady. So, you know, we're able to, you know, take care of and lend a hand and help, you know, with my daughter, uh, with my granddaughter. Um, she's about seven now, I think, you know, she's a big girl now, but, you know, we were able to help them with that process and give them time to learn as well as teach them. But like you said, everyone doesn't have that, you know, opportunity, you know, and sometimes, uh, as we mentioned earlier, it's a continuation of coming from a broken home and now you're starting a broken home, you know, and your parents can't give you what they don't have, 
exactly. know what I'm saying? And they didn't have the, they may not have had the, the support. They may not have had the teaching. They might not have, have had the resources. So if they didn't have it, they can't necessarily give it, you know, to the next generation. And that's why I'm so glad about the work that you do because you're able to reach out, you know, and fill in that void where, you, you know, the parents, after they've done all they can, you know, that is where you and your organization comes in to help, you know, with the young girls. So let's talk a little bit, uh, a little bit more about the organization itself. I know before we got started, you was mentioning some things that you want to do in the future, but let's just talk about, let's talk about some of the things that you're doing now with the organization and then also the things in, in the future that you're looking forward to coming up. Well, basically, to me, the most important thing is to connect because, again, there are no islands. There are no islands when it comes to parenting, you know, successful parenting. So, again, my organization is for former teen mothers as well as women who were born to teen mothers because, again, those voids and those gaps are still there, even though they may not have continued the cycle. So therefore, I am working with other organizations where they may work with the, the pregnant mom. And so we are providing, making sure that they understand education. Education is key. And also, Ernest, I am a registered nurse because that, that's a testimony to where when I was a teen, teen mom, I was being taken care of by medical assistants in the doctor's office. And I thought they were nurses. So I ended up going into healthcare because of the way they treated me. They, they didn't treat me, you know, like I was a disease. They treated me with compassion, with care. And so I wanted to pay it forward to do uh, the service to others. So I've, you know, been a nurse almost 30 years, but I teach healthcare science and public education. So I do get to spend time with high school students and educate them and empower them. Because when we do that, then we give them identity, we give them esteem, we give them value, we give them worth, and we give them time. Because when people see that you're they're important enough for you to invest in them, then that's going to make them look at themselves a little different as well. Because, of, again, for me making the untimely choices that I did when I was a teenager, looking back, I didn't have anyone that was holding me accountable and affirming me. And so when we do that for the young people and we do it consistently, because that's the key word, you know, it's not a every now and then show up. It's I am here and I see you. <laughs> I am watching you. Mm -hmm. I need to hear from you. And so I like being able to do that with my students. You know, for the past 18 years, I've been an educator. So I think that's number one is to really inform because a lot of times when girls get pregnant, they don't even know what a uterus is. They don't know the function of a uterus. They don't know what a fallopian tube is. They don't know the function of ovaries and a fallopian tube. So for us to educate and inform and empower them, then they can see themselves differently because they'll understand the purpose, they'll understand the function, and they'll understand the worth and value of not just themselves, but their entire self. Yeah, and, and I, I like one thing that you said, um, that you guys treat um, former teen moms, right, who may have be adults now, 
Right. They so are. Things, yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I, um, before, even before I started being a, um, fatherless daughter advocate, one of the things I did, I had a male mentoring program and in my male mentoring program, that was one of my things was I, I tried to reach the, the young men within the high school age, but then also reach out to those who may be out of school because that same thing is if you don't get the lessons that you need as a young man, then you turn into an adult man who still don't have those lessons. Exactly. Right? still need those lessons. And a lot of times we forget that, you know, we think, oh, you grown now, you know, but we wonder why as adults, we do some of the things that we do that may seem childish and like you, you should know better. No, they shouldn't know better because they never was taught better. And so I'm glad that you all, you all do that to be able to reach out to the mothers who may have been teen mothers who may not be a teen anymore, but still need that same support that they never got as a teen, you know. And, and, not, and not allowing them to be shamed, you know, just like what you just said. Think about the, the young men that you mentor and how comfortable they felt sharing that, hey, I didn't learn my multiplications in third grade, fourth grade, I'm still struggling. I don't know how to tell time. I don't know how to write in cursive. But again, allowing that safe space to where they can share and then we get them to where they get them to where they need to be. You know, we assess where they are, but then where are they going is the priority. You know, it's, it's not about where they are really, it's about where they're going. And so that's what I tell my students. It's, the, the way you come to me is not important to me. It's the way you leave. What mm. did I do to empower you to make you better? Because you're going to make me better just by being in my presence. Right. But I need right. to make you better. And I need to make sure when you leave me that you are equipped. And so again, and then not shaming them because that what they didn't learn. And see, again, that's a part of my testimony because of the background and trauma. There are so many learning gaps there that it's taken me longer to do things. But to become a resilient person and not giving up to, so that I can go and share my testimony and say, listen, you can do it. I am here to walk with you. I'm here to support you and really be there because, again, we you know, we don't see that. You know, we see how people abandon. We see how people reject people. But then what are we going to do differently? How, how can we do things differently? Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm so glad that, that, you know, and, and, and I always say this, that there, there is a, there's a reason for everything, you know, and um, sometimes we go through things. And, and, and one of the quotes that I always say is sometimes God gives us uh, things put us in positions or allow us to find ourselves in positions. And we have to make a choice our, of whether we're going to be a victim or a victor over that situation. And those of us who are able to come out on the other side as victors, it then becomes our responsibility to go back and help those who are still victims. And so that's what I love about your story, you know, um, because you were a victim at one point to this circumstance that you were in and you overcame it and then went back and began to help those who are still in the midst of it. And I really appreciate that. Um, and I, so we were talking, uh, like I said, be before we started recording and, and you were mentioning about 
you know, the future of, um, of the program and some things that you guys want to do even for next year. Can you share some of that with us? Oh, yes. Well, we're in the beginning stages of planning the first Teen Moms to Beyond experience. So this will be where I have speakers because my five pillars are self-care, time management, money management, personal mm -hmm. development, and professional development. And I just see that in sequential order because first and foremost, you, you have to learn how to take care of yourself. And you cannot take care of yourself if you don't value yourself. So being able to model that, teach that, demonstrate that um, to the women in the group, because again, as a teen mom, you feel like you, you're always catching up or you're left out, you're left behind. So you don't make the time that you need to take care of yourself. And it's important that you're teaching your children to take care of themselves. So if you're not doing it, they're not learning it. And so time management, you cannot have resources to steward if you don't steward time. Time is a resource just like money. So I think that by learning how to organize your, your thoughts, your days, your plans, your goals, it's important because some people are never taught that. They're never taught that. I don't have my journal here, but journals are everywhere. Planners, writing down um, so that I, I have a focus. And some people, again, they don't know that. So being able to teach that. So each month I actually have guests come on in my private Facebook group, Team Moms to Beyond. I have guests coming on that speak to the pillars. In fact, last night I had a travel advocate on that came on and talked about PTO, plan travel often. And it's not just going out of the country or out of the state. It could be just going to get a hotel. Mm -hmm. traveling just wh wherever you decide, the destination where you decide. And so that's a part of self-care. And so I've had money management. We've discussed counting the coins. I had a guest on sharing about that because again, we can look at our glasses half full or half empty. My first job, I made $3.85 back in 1990. I knew that wasn't enough to feed me and my son. So I had to do something. Some people are still struggling because they're saying, I don't have enough. I ain't going to never, I can't do this. I can't. But no, let me look at these two pennies or these $2 and see what I can do. How can I maximize them? And then personal development, you cannot be a professional until you're in touch with your personal self. So personal development is so important. You're, you, we're three-part being, spirit, soul, body. So we cannot just feed our bodies, our soul, and not feed our spirit. We, we cannot just only feed our spirit and not feed our soul and our body. So being in tune, being self-aware of who I am and why I am in the earth. You know, when I, when I found out about the way, or, you know, the circumstances around in my birth, I could choose to either focus on how I got here or why I'm here. So mm -hmm. I chose to focus on why I am here and to do the works, the greater works, why I am here. And so as I learn who I am in personal development, then I can become the professional. So, and this is what I teach in the group, you know, the five pillars that are in the journal that I wrote um, for former teen mothers, because it's your journey. And we have to be 
bold enough and courageous enough to tell our story. No one can tell our testimony, our story the way we can. And we cannot be afraid. Yeah, there are some chapters and there are some pages in there that I would not wish to share. But if I need to share where it will really benefit someone else, then so be it. I must share it. All right. All right. And I, and I like that you that you focus on the, the personal development, because I know last year um, was an intentional journey for me into uh, personal development and self-development. And it definitely has helped me a whole lot, even to get me to the point where I am now, you know, being comfortable behind the mic, being comfortable, you know, to be, you know, uh, on a, on a Zoom, not the Zoom, but on a on a video or whatever, you know, because I've begun to do workshops and things like that. And I've always, not always, but I've spoken, you know, in front of people as a as a minister. So I've always done that, um, but still have had some part of me that was still uh, self conscious because my voice, uh, I have a light voice and it was even lighter when I was younger. And so I was often made fun of for my voice. And so one of my uh, mechanisms that I used to not to be made fun of was to not talk, right? And so I was, mm. I was really quiet. I'm still quiet, but I talk a lot more now, obviously. I'm glad <laughs> that you talk more. <laughs> but I, it, it took me, it took some, some work for me to get comfortable with my own voice. Um, yes. because of the things that I went through as a, as a child and still I will have all these thoughts that I wanted to get out, you know, but it was like, well, if I say something, then it's, you know, people, I might get made fun of, whatever. So going through that development, that personal development, that journey, um, has helped me a whole lot. So I'm really glad that you guys, you know, focus on that with the young ladies, because like you said, starting, definitely starting with your self-worth and learning that you are worthy and that you are more than your situation, you know, yes. to be able to develop. Now that I, I know that I'm worthy, let me develop this worthiness and see what it can become, you know? And, and so I'm just glad that, that you guys work, the work that you guys are doing is just dynamic, just hearing you talking about it. And I definitely, I know I won't be there, but <laughs> I definitely can't wait till you guys have your your um your first big thing and 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 I'm I'm sure that it's going to be plenty of young ladies um that benefit from that. Um but so going going to a little something that um you said before just listening to your things that you were talking about. Let's talk a little bit about uh choices, change and commitment. Right, because I know that starting off, right, just starting off to even to be in that position was some choices that was made, you know, and and coming from the man's point of view, talking to young boys, you know, one of the things I always say is two things that makes you an adult, right? That's responsibility and respect. And the more responsible you are, the more respect you will get. You know, and so being young and making those not necessarily best decisions that in some point, you know, maybe a little uh, irresponsible, you know, there are some things that we have to learn about, you know, making choices. Um, so when you're speaking with the young girls about, you know, even some of the choices that they have already made, 
you know, and the consequences of those choices? How do you teach them, you know, to, okay, from here on, let's focus this way when it comes to making our choices? And I like the way you said that from here on, that is why it's called Teen Moms to Beyond, beyond the past, beyond mm -hmm. the statistics, beyond the situation, beyond the choice. So yes, the former things have passed away. It's beyond. Mm -hmm. So yes, um, the choices, the changes and the commitment, first of all, acknowledging that you and owning that you made a choice that you were not ready for mm. you. So how can you change that now? What can you do moving forward? Because you can't go right. back and undo the choice. So the changes now around that choice, what are you going to do? Because you got, you have to own it and believe it or not, Ernest, a lot of people don't want to own it. It's everyone else's fault. No accountability. Well, I didn't know what he did. He didn't. She did. She didn't. So that was a choice, untimely choice, but it was a choice. So now I have to sit down, sit down and focus on how can I change my circumstances to make it better and mm -hmm. then be committed. Because, again, consistency and commitment is going to help you to get that change, that outcome where you made that untimely choice. Yeah. And, and, and one of the things that I, I teach um, when it comes to choices is I, I teach um, decisions and choices. Right. And so decisions are definite and choices are conditional. But That's you good. make a decision first. And then your choices, you evaluate your choices or how they align with your decision, That's right? Good. So if you are, if you make a decision that you're going to finish high school, right? You may be the some uh, young ladies or uh, young kids may be the first person to finish high school in their family. In their family, yes. Right? And so you make a decision, I'm going to finish high school. That's your decision. Mm -hmm. And so that decision is definite, which means the decision does not change. But so now when you're faced with choices, you have to look at how your choices align with your decision. So when you have senior this day or, you know, your friends just want to hang out and want you to ditch school or, you know, uh, put off your your homework to go to do a go to a party or something like that. And you're faced with those choices. Well, how does those choices align with your decision? Because your, exactly. decision can change. your choices can change, but your decision doesn't change. And so if the decision is to finish school and, you know, with honors or whatever, just graduate, then that means you have to focus. So, no, I can't go to that party. No, I can't put off not doing my homework. I have to make the choice that aligns with my decision. And so as, as young parents, whether it's uh, male or female, you know, those are some lessons that they have to learn how to make not only decisions for now, but decisions for in the future and how mm -hmm. being able to evaluate those choices with how they align with those decisions. So I like um, that destiny decisions, destiny. Yeah. I like that. And even with what you just share, it goes, you know, the, in the opposite direction where I said change, where I say choices, change and commitment, you're saying be committed. And then you have the change and then you have the choices. Are they supporting mm -hmm. So I really like that. I like that that point of view. 
Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'm so glad to, to have you on, man. And I, I really appreciate you being here and being able to just talk to you. And it's, it's really eye-opening. And I'm glad I came across your platform. Um, I don't remember where I came across it at. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I am glad, too, because guess what? We're doing similar work. So, again, it goes back to the community, the village. We have to be together, you know, unified to get the work done. It can't be isolated and, you know, we can't be on an island. We we really need each other for the works, the, the greater works. Right, right. And that's why I, I love this, this podcast and I started this, you know, my podcast with the energy of, you know, thinking of wherever we're hurting, you know what I'm saying, that I can find somebody in that area, you mm -hmm. know. And so I know as, as teen parents, you know, uh, teen moms, that is an area where there are young ladies that is hurting, you know, and so I'm glad to be able to come across you and, and have you on to be able to talk to them and, and offer a ray of hope, you know, and not only just, you know, by what you teach, but by what you live, you know, because you were the example and you are the example of it doesn't matter how you started, but it's how you finish. Exactly. You know? So I'm, 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 Glad, glad, so happy to have you on. So, Miss Roberta, I'm going to let you have the last say. Uh, I'm going to let you give us, leave us with whatever you want to leave us with, some uh, nugget or whatever. Um, also, your social media um, handles and platforms, um, and definitely where they can get the journal, right? Okay. And so, uh, I'll let you think about that real quick for a couple of seconds. Um, to my listeners, I promised you guys I was going to tell you how you can win a hundred dollars from uh, from the podcast, and that is by becoming a super subscriber and enter, entering our super subscriber contest. What does that mean? That means you must subscribe to our YouTube page, our Facebook page, and our Spotify podcast. And once you have subscribed to all three, then you must text the word "win." To 866 326 0730. That's 866 326 0730 to qualify to win $100 from the podcast. You're listening already, you're watching already, you might as well subscribe and win some money, right? And the contest is ongoing and it's random, which means I can pull it, pull your name out of a hat at any time or any day. And you it never stops you so you always have a chance to win okay so again join our super subscriber contest by subscribing to our youtube page uh our facebook page and our spotify podcast uh, then after that text the word win to 866-326-0730 to qualify to win a hundred dollars so miss roberta I'm going to leave, uh, let you have the last say. First of all, let me say again, I thank you so very much for taking out your time to be here uh, on the podcast to share your wisdom with us. And definitely, you could have been doing anything, but you're here with me. And I definitely appreciate it. So I will let you have the last word. The flow is yours. Well, I would just like to share with your listeners to own the story. Own your own story. It is yours. The pages, the chapters, the words. Everything about your story is authentic to you. It's true to you. So own your story. It is okay. Your story is still being written. Your story is still being written. So the journey is up to you. It's up to you how you 
um, take the journey. You know, you don't have to run on the journey. You can take your time at whatever pace because it's your race. So that's what I would like to leave with them at this time. All right. And, all right. And they can actually find the Teen Moms to Beyond Journal on Amazon. So it's basically a journey. It's a journey of your own story, being able to document it. And it's based on the five pillars, self-care, time management, money management, personal development, and professional development. And so you can find me on Facebook. My, my, that's my, my page. My public page is Roberta Axon. Instagram is R-A underscore Axon. And then also I have a private community for former teen mothers, women who were born to teen mothers, not necessarily that they are teen mom, but they were born to a teen mom. And then I have supporters in the group as well of the former teen moms. All right. All right. So again, thank you, Ms. Roberta, for, for being you. on. Uh, to everybody, to all my listeners, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. And remember, this is the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I'm your host, Ernest James, and our mission is to help you guys to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problems, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Until next time, we will see you guys next week. Be blessed. Hey, guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right. See you in a minute. Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. Remember, our mission is to help you to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for listening.